0: Hi, welcome to Life Beat. I'm your host Anna Visser, and I'm here today with Chris Gass.
1: Yay, happy to be back.
0: Another two-person episode without Emily, sadly. Hopefully she'll be back next week.
1: What's up with these people who work for us having lives?
0: How dare they?
1: Yeah, it's not fair.
0: So today we are talking about some very interesting things. Another little Twitter reaction to some crazies out there. And also the events that happened this past week with James Craig and also the newest experiments that are happening happening on babies.
1: So before we get into James Craig, who's running for governor, just to properly preface this, Rights Life of Michigan's Political Action Committee has not endorsed anybody for governor. That will be in the future. We still have to go through the process. That includes a questionnaire, an interview, making sure all these people are pro-life. So I just want to put that out there. But. That's not
0: the reason that we are talking about him today.
1: So on Tuesday, uh, James Craig had a press conference announcing he's running for governor of Michigan. And there were some people who attended his press conference. And the way to put it nicely is they just were not so happy that he was uh, running for office. You know, they protested, expressed this viewpoint in uh, signs and... Uh, colorful phrases, crowding uh,
0: him at the podium, background
1: music, you know, like an air horn constantly <laughs> playing in your ear. Uh, they were having a, you know, a gentle hug circle around him <laughs> yeah. in close proximity. Uh huh. Um,
0: Very gentle.
1: Right. Uh, so now I saw this and I saw particularly a picture from it, and in the picture, is a very bewildered James Craig, a minority with glasses, very bewildered, staring at a person yelling and screaming and pointing in his face. Uh, a white gentleman with a shaved head for a little bit of background. And what instantly came to my mind is the picture of uh, a couple of years ago at the March for Life of Nicholas Sandman. That uh, no, not I'm uh, not. When I say nobody high school student, that's not a a, a criticism of him as a person. That's just saying he's just some high school student. He's
0: an average guy. Right. Average kid.
1: Average kid waiting around at a bus stop. Uh, Well, waiting around for his bus to come pick him up. And this adult came, uh, a minority, wearing glasses. Uh, He came, he banged his drum in Nick Sandman's face. Nick Stanman kind of awkwardly smiled there like please go away why is this happening to me unbeknownst to him this was being recorded on cell phone it was quickly distributed uh and all the media took this picture of him smiling with a red make america great again hat mm-hmm. uh made it look like he was physically confronting the uh native american gentleman with the drum when in actuality it was the other way around um You could take this picture of Nick Sandman and you could take this picture of this James Craig event on Tuesday and uh, it's like
0: the same picture.
1: Now, how do the media report on these two events? Nick Sandman, you know, nobody high school student standing there getting accosted by an adult who should know better. They attempted to uh, unashamedly destroy his life and his public image for all eternity.
0: His school... His group. Get
1: him in tr- yeah, everybody. Everything destroy. I mean, uh, can you imagine? Have you, you've been in the March for Life? Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? Like you're just standing around, someone comes up to you, you just you don't do anything, you just yeah. smile like please go away and you are picked as this target for every media outlet in the entire nation. T V, radio online, everyone piling on. of course they're
0: going to make him look bad. He was at the March for Life. Right. And he's pro-life.
1: And it literally looked like his whole life basically was ruined. Uh, Now, thankfully, more video came out. He was not the aggressor. He did the exact right thing. He was trying to even calm down his fellow students. You know, let no good deed go unpunished. They just used that one
0: picture with his smirk. Right. And... Right, made it look bad.
1: Some high school kid, and they were gonna to try to destroy his life. You know, I actually, because uh, back in my days as communication director, Anna, <laughs> I asked all these papers for a retraction, a apology, a correction, something. Oh, I'm sure none of them did. Not a uh, expletive deleted one, Anna. <laughs> not a single one did anything about I can this
0: imagine.
1: minor, this kid who's not even an adult yet. They tried to destroy his life. Now, Anna. James Craig, who says he's pro-life. Is he pro-life? We'll find out. Same picture, same context of the picture, but in this case...
0: If he wasn't pro-life, or says that he is pro-life, it would have been a completely different narrative of...
1: Right, that were Governor Whitmer. This white
0: guy is... in. Right. Eight. Like being mean to this black guy and right. it'd can, been a whole thing.
1: Can you imagine we go to Governor Whitmer's press conference, physically take over the press conference, like disrupt it with air horns. And what's the story going to be? The story is going to be evil, violent protesters, uh, pro-life protesters, mm-hmm. anti-abortion protesters attack Governor. How dare they? What are their names? Find where they live. Go to their homes. Protest yep. them. Um this happened to James Craig, and, then, and and what was the story that the media reported? It was, oh, well, James Craig shouldn't be blaming these uh, state agencies for not providing security. He
0: should like, have his own James security. It's James Craig's
1: fault that uh, these angry protesters uh, physically assaulted his press conference. And that was it. That was it, Anna.
0: I mean, yeah, pretty obvious why.
1: What the expletive deleted.
0: <laughs> it's because he's pro life. I know. It doesn't fit into the I their know, narrative. I know
1: this. I know this only too well. I like it's how just, you're
0: still pretty like riled up about this.
1: I am still for, mad about the March, March for Life. <laughs> is it was a kid. Going after a kid. Bunch of these bozos going after a kid. I mean And maybe you're listening and you were saw that and you were angry at him and you never saw the context, well, Go yeah, see because, the I
0: mean, they never fix what they initially reported. Yeah, like, I didn't they even, refused to. I didn't even know that that kid wasn't in the wrong or that he wasn't doing anything until I started working here and you guys were like, no, that's yeah. not what happened. I just believe the media, what they it's reported. It's a crime,
1: and I, hope he, I think he's still suing several of them and a couple Good. of them have settled, and he's gotten a lot of money, and he should because... You shouldn't be. You shouldn't treat kids like that. That wasn't even a news story. Nothing happened. No. He was standing there with a smile. That's not news. Like I'm sitting right here right now, like kind of smirking. Like there should be a national news story. You know, area man stands around with a smile. You know, more to to follow. Watch the minority
0: and probably what the media perceived as a rich white kid. And they just ran with yep. it.
1: So rich white kid shows up to scream in the face of James Craig and uh, minority uh, trying to be the first black governor of Michigan. And uh, what's the story? Oh, it's James Craig's fault.
0: Mm-hmm. Should have had more security.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Should have been standing there, you know. Yeah. How Shouldn't dare you? Have...
0: Why are you even running for a governor?
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they they would treat all the other uh, candidates for governor running the same. Uh, Except for Whitmer, of course. Of course. Now, Anna, and I want to point this out, too. I, in my time, uh, I remember uh, many years ago when Jennifer Granholm was the governor. She was at a pro-abortion fundraiser, uh, and it was outside in front of a large house or a mansion, something like that, in the Lansing area, and a bunch of us showed up to protest it, and we had signs... Mm -hmm. You know, no profanity on the signs. Signs were, of course, talking about the abortion issue. I mean, the governor was so close, I could have thrown a football or a baseball at her. Mm -hmm. You know, but were we like... Did we bring air horns? Did we like try to take over her... Yeah, swarm her, take over her stage? No. Would that thought even have occurred to us? No. And yet, Anna, in the press, the pro-lifers are the Taliban...
0: Suicide bombers.
1: Yeah, we're yeah, yeah people. Yeah, we're the nice, respectful suicide bombers. Whereas the the people who are, you know, overrunning a uh, a stage in a mini riot are the uh, mostly peaceful protesters. I guess. The double standards just just frustrate me.
0: They're very frustrating.
1: Should we move into our next topic? We should. So happy.
0: Super happy. Well, Another experiment. Shocker.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, we won't get into great details. You can find this online. But an organization called Judicial Watch uh, has been pursuing uh, through Freedom of Information Act, you know, FOIA requests, this information about all the sort of fetal tissue research that's been going on. And they've been releasing these documents as they get them. And uh, their latest news story, the latest dump of documents they were able to receive, they're explaining how the Obama administration, uh, you know, his executive branch, was uh, purchasing decapitated babies and abortions for $515 a head. I mean, you, you could go into There's detail. Just what just a, a lot of things. I have a lot of questions, questions
0: yeah. about that whole... Why five hundred and fifteen dollars? Why not? That's such a random number.
1: Well, I mean, if you do this research enough, you know, you you set a price, you know, a liver's one hundred and fifty. You know, you know what I mean? Like they they do it so much. There's just a going rate.
0: Wasn't it connected to the the experiments with the mice and the babies?
1: Um. Oh, I don't.
0: Did I read that wrong?
1: You know, I think you did. It, they, so these there's this, all the sorts of research that's been going on um, in in one case they're referring to where they were you know t- literally scalping the heads of uh, well, I babies. Think they were and... using
0: these decapitated babies for the rat experiment.
1: I mean, could be, uh, usually with the mice, they're using the baby's, uh, liver and their thymus gland. Mm. So, uh, that's where you got to crush the, the body, you know, just right to get that intact liver, you know, and that intact thymus behind the baby's, you know, sternum, uh, in that area and get it right. But, uh, just another normal day for the Obama administration yeah, and casual. biotechnology, you know, um, how does that work, you know, if the head you know
0: My question Is there is, an
1: Edmonds like or a Blue Book Online where like, you know, a good condition baby head is $515, you know, like a bad condition like buying well,
0: cars? If you if you're getting a baby's head, how would you get that baby's head?
1: Well, clearly, uh, we're talking about a uh D and E abortion and you gotta get but, the you gotta get the head out intact, which is a challenge.
0: Normally they don't. So that makes me think that oh, good point. Um, they're probably born alive to some degree. Yep. Could be and a labor
1: induction, abortion. Yep.
0: That's um, what it makes me think because.
1: Or as they said with the most whole Dave of the and time, the
0: heads are not intact.
1: Yeah, like they said with the David delighted interviews where the one lady was like, "You crush here, yep. you crush there, you know. You just gotta make sure that you're dismembering the baby and you know the right step." You know, take mm-hmm. those extra steps to make sure their skull isn't, you know, crushed and their brains aren't leaking out. You know, you. it's very important. It's just another normal,
0: just, just another this is normal just thing. another normal but day the thing for is, a research like, universities. We, we read this and we read things like this all the time, every day, part of the job, but we're still like, what the heck is going on? That's crazy. I don't,
1: <laughs> that's every day on this job. <laughs> right. We
0: read this and we're still like shocked every single day by what we read. Like, You told me that, and I was like, they don't do that. Like, why would you do that? That's absurd, right? But why does the public see these articles and just not think anything of it? Why is it so...
1: Well, they don't always see the articles. I mean, the Washington Post and New York Times, you know, they tried to destroy Nick Sandman, but they're not going to talk about decapitated babies. But say, like, they did come
0: across it, right? They they, did
1: with the David Daleiden video. Do you think
0: they would just, like, brush it off and be like, eh?
1: Well, I mean, with the David Daleiden videos, that's kind of what happened. Like some places reported it, but then the frame, the reporting was, oh, well, it's out of context. And, you know, and I had some people at the time who were kind of were not, I wouldn't call very pro-life. We're like, is this true? And I'm like, yeah, it's absolutely true. And they were really concerned about it at the time. Yeah. But still going on. Mm-hmm. And they just moved on with life, you know? they, yeah. they don't, the babies aren't being decapitated in front of them. We can't have pictures, you know, I think to that's the honest, biggest To be honest, I think even
0: if you did have pictures, people would still not.
1: they want to see it?
0: Would they still wouldn't care. I
1: don't know. Such a terrible reality that they don't even want to be or bothered it. it's like, by you see,
0: you're like, that's horrible, but then you're like, move on. Like, oh, someone will take care of it, you know?
1: That's our news cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, not that we have an issue in foreign policy or whatnot, but the whole the Afghanistan situation. There's still Americans trapped there. I mean, back say in the early you know back in like 1979, 1980, with the whole Iran hostage situation. That was in the news all the time. Um, you know, these people aren't hostages, or some aren't. There's been some money. Che- anyway, all that <laughs> to say that how we report stories is, uh, you know, so very different. Um, or maybe, you know, some people say it's clown world. There's so many outrages that the, just the new one takes the place yep. of the old one for a couple days.
0: And then you move on, you hear about the next crazy thing and you're concerned about that for a couple of days.
1: Well, what I like about judicial watch is they have continued to pursue this and get these documents and get this information. Um, they continue to put it out there so you know about it dear listeners well
0: they they did report on um pittsburgh right university University of of Pittsburgh. pittsburgh they like put out that initial report correct they did so i saw an article the other day that said that the university of pittsburgh is investigating their experiments so maybe maybe some good is coming of it I don't know if they're doing that for PR just to oh right cover yeah their butts, like yeah if they're we're not gonna act-
1: look yeah. into this
0: they said they're in, they're doing investigations into it um we'll see
1: oh Anna we totally every, we we did all the paperwork properly for paying 515 bucks for these heads and uh, they were you know decapitated in a very you know uh, medical manner and this is all just fine. Maybe that'll well, be the it,
0: it kind of comes down <laughs> to, does the University of Pittsburgh want to lose some money that they are probably having from this um, if they do find out that this is happening, which they already know it's happening, but it all kind of comes down to all of that.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because uh, my alma mater is playing Pittsburgh in football this weekend, so uh, hmm. it makes me all the more hope that we... Uh, that you crush them. Crush them. Um... Anything else we wanted to say about that just, you know. If you hear stories about decapitated babies, maybe do something just about it. Just don't become
0: desensitized. It's it's easy to do that and you don't even realize that you are until
1: right I don't know, it's too late. So, uh, just three things on Twitter we thought we comment about that we saw. And again, Twitter
0: reactions, it's going to be a new series.
1: But now remember, these are not just like average people that we find to make outrages, which I kind of don't like news stories. Like, you know, it's like the whole Nick Sandman thing. Like some person somewhere says something mean is not a national news story. Right. Uh, these people, however, uh, they have their nice shiny blue check marks, which means Twitter thinks that they're celebrities. And these that's people special. are, well, these people are uh, influential in their own ways. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, uh, start with uh, Leah Torres, MD, who actually, she kind of lost her medical license because she lied on her, ep- but that's oh, neither here nor there. Um, that's she, and once yeah, cheesy. she, she's an abortionist and why is she important? Um, she is promoted all the time in media and she's quoted sometimes just as an OBGYN, you know, not as a member of the abortion industry that profits from it. Hmm. Uh, but just this, oh, just this independent OBGYN with concern. Um, well, she was talking about abortion pill reversal and she said that, uh, you know, abortion pill reversal and scare quotes is as safe and effective as snake oil and just as real. Clearly fact-checking is not your thing. She said this in response to someone. They're whining about being unable to lie and grift people. Publicly whining about it. Thank you, Google. Um, She's referring to Google canceling all of the pro-life group uh, live actions advertising for abortion pill reversal. Um, Which is wrong that Google did that because abortion pill reversal is not really... There's been a study on it. It's it's a treatment using progesterone that is older than I am, um, so we know the safety of it and whatnot. Um, but here's a you know well, abortionist. Yeah. Don't
0: they use it for miscarriages? Miscarriages. Yeah, yeah. So frequently. How is it unsafe?
1: Right. It, you're instead of uh, using it for an accidental to prevent an accidental miscarriage, you're using it to prevent an induced miscarriage, or in other words, the abortion that just... pill
0: blows my mind that Google is like, oh, the abortion pill that kills people isn't unsafe, but, you know, the reversal, which is just a normal thing that women take for miscarriages, is unsafe.
1: And a little psychological uh, um, projection here, you know, she's saying they're whining about being unable to lie to and grift people. Now, when you grift people, you're making money from them, right? So when you're paying money to place Google ads to encourage women to use this treatment that's provided for free, you know, by pregnancy centers.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Pro-like movement isn't making money off abortion pill reversal. It's spending money to save lives. Right. Leah Torres makes money by killing babies.
0: And by saying that she supports it
1: right. Twitter. Leah Torres makes money, dishonestly, which is the definition of grifting. So, okay, Leah Torres, whatever. Um, maybe next time don't lie in your medical question. Okay, <laughs> moving along, uh, we mentioned the Washington Post and the New York Times earlier. Well, a person who has... Uh, Worked for both those publications, including a litany of other major mainstream media that you would recognize. Mm -hmm. Her name is Danielle uh, Campoamore, I believe. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it.
0: She's posted other very interesting things as well that we've talked about before.
1: Right. Uh, So she said, uh, again, a person of great influence who's been an editor at uh, major media that millions of people read. Hi, morning. There's no need to reduce the abortion rate because abortion isn't bad. If you want an abortion, have an abortion. Abortion is health care. It improves lives. And when you talk about reducing abortions via easy access to contraception, you're reinforcing abortion stigma. You know, someone who's an editor at a news station should really use good grammar. Anyway.
0: I shouldn't say because.
1: <laughs> right, proper punctu- punctuation. But, um... So abortion, you know, now actually I'm going to give her a point here. I mean, this is intellectually true. Either abortion is killing a human being and it's really bad or it's not and you shouldn't care at all. There's really no middle ground. However, Anna, there's a lot of people in the middle who are uncomfortable with abortion because you're decapitating babies. Mm -hmm. Um, And here she's just saying, you know, you shouldn't even talk about reducing abortions through contraception, because that's creating a stigma, and we can't stigmatize abortion at all. You just want
0: it to be very casual.
1: Yeah, like it's nothing. You like know, it's just another day. Right. But again, like we talk about stories about, like, like you mentioned, decapitated babies, and it sounds so horrible, people don't want to listen. Like, how can you erase the stigma of that? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, a d as we pointed out in response on Twitter, a DNE abortionist, after they're done dismembering the baby, they have to take all the baby's body parts and reassemble them on the tray. Two arms, two legs, pieces of the torso, a crushed skull, if they haven't sold it um, to the highest bidder. Um, you can't sit there and look at that and say that someday that's just going to be, there's not going to be a stigma to that. Because it's obviously wrong. You know, you you see the humanity of the child at that point, and it's undeniable. I mean, sure, when you talk about abortion in general, it's just, you know, just whatever. But hmm. no big deal. No big deal. Just another day. I don't know
0: why. I don't know. I get that they're trying to make it casual. And that's the reason that they, like... If a woman who was pro-choice and went and got an abortion and all of a sudden was like, oh, "My life is horrible now, and I have all this depression," they just ignore it. Like, why is that part of them trying to make it casual and be like, "It's there's no bad things about this"? Like, I, the,
1: anything, any ground they give, like to humanize the unborn child or to say that abortion impacts women negatively, you lose the whole game. You know they can't. They can't allow themselves one little bit there, because um, because she is intellectually she's correct. If you put a stigma on abortion at all, it you're gonna discourage people from it. Um, so, but it's just I guess the question you have to ask yourself is, is abortion wrong? Is, are you viscerally reacting to a human being dismembered? Is that a real thing, or should you just? Blankly stare at it and, you know, blankly stare at a story about $515 baby heads for sale and just go on about your day.
0: If it was a dog head they were selling, people would be furious. People
1: would freak out.
0: If it was a little puppy, head. It'd be over tomorrow. Yep.
1: Especially if there's a picture of it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. One more. Uh, This is from Caroline Riley. She's a pro-abortion journalist. Um, Another check mark. Blue check mark. Um, And she said, abortion restrictions are not about abortion. They're about forced birth as a means of marginalization, about controlling who can make their own parenting decision. They're racist, ableist, classist, and sexist. Lawmakers know that reproductive autonomy is critical to stability. Well, in that word salad, um, there's not a lot of meaning there. So, uh, Anna, are you working here to control women?
0: No.
1: Do are you do you control? Is, do, how does that work? Do you control yourself? Are you controlling other women? <laughs> like our president Barvless? Yeah, because we have our legislative director Genevieve, National Right to Life president Carol. You know, Lila from from live action. Our Catherine, whole goal who is runs, to control uh, Yes, AOL, you me. Uh, is there a pro life group with a man in charge? I don't know. Probably somewhere. Not here. Um, I'm not even charging this podcast anymore. Nope. Discrimination. Um, I mean, think about abortion. Like, black abortions are off the charts, and she's talking about racism. Disabled babies are always the first ones used as an argument I don't to even justify even abortion. What she's trying to Ableism. Classist. Like, it's the poor women who are impacted. Like Kermit Gosnell. Had one nice abortion room for the rich clients, Mm -hmm. and then all the poor women, he just had like untrained staff drug him up in these filthy.
0: 13 year old drug him up. Right.
1: With like cat feces all over, and I don't even know. It's crazy. Uh, And sexist, of course, even though there's hundreds of million women missing around the globe because of sex selection abortions. I mean, she's basically saying, I mean, again, the second that you for a second think that probably people are being genuine and they're concerned about the baby you're kind of giving away the game so it has to be you know we're in some sort of sinister plot you know we're bun- you know we hate black people and disabled people mm-hmm. and poor women and women in general or just say
0: forced birth right makes it sound bad enough to people and right forced and, birth
1: mm-hmm. and if we're not selling nobody
0: forced you to get pregnant in most cases Okay, yes, in most, most
1: cases. cases. Yes. Um, you know, stability, Anna. If we don't sell babies heads for five hundred fifteen bucks a pop, how are we gonna have a stable nation? Yeah, I don't <laughs> it's a word salad. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't on, how would it
0: be? It's on a the series
1: of- it's a series of buzzwords strung together to just make pro life yeah. people they're the bad guys in this.
0: I mean, there's a lot of of, like trigger words that you could use today, put them all together and people are just going to not really think that much about it, but agree with it.
1: (sighs) Very frustrating. There, was that less low energy (laughs) of a podcast? I was
0: saying how last week we were like, bye, Uh. have a good week.
1: Well, because I'm taking care of a baby right now, sort of. My wife's doing the heavy lifting, but sleep deprivation's an ugly thing. But it's okay. You just got to push through. Push through. Push through.
0: Drink a cup of coffee. Right. Well, thank you for listening to our LifeBeat podcast. Come back next week for another episode, and I hope you have a great weekend.